0: Hey guys, today on the podcast, I have Sheila Jones, and our topic today is put your dreams to the test. Sheila Jones owns Wicked Results, and she is a results-focused consultant. It's all about personal results, business results. Sheila, we are so happy to have you on today. Would you stop for just a minute? Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Thank you very much. So uh, I formed Wicked Results because I was very, very interested and excited to support businesses and people as they move forward in their lives. Um, I've been in the business world for geez, uh, 20 plus years, and I've seen businesses struggle. And when I see those businesses struggle, I see how it affects the team members, how it affects the people in the company. So I'm really interested in making sure that those businesses are successful, and then building up the capabilities of the team members through leadership development, through exploration of responsibilities and accountabilities and how to use that to to lift the team members up to help the company move forward.
0: Awesome. Thank you. So I know, like, personally, I've had a lot of dreams in my life. It might be like, I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Costa Rica. Right now, I'm working on a dream to get my family to Ireland. And professionally, I've had a ton of dreams. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to have an actual brick and mortar building for my people to go to, or I want to hit a million dollars in sales. Is there like a formula for actual success for reaching our dreams? How do we test those out? How do we know if a dream is actually going to be like a good thing or if it could potentially be a bad thing? It's going to work if it's not. Could you help us with that?
1: Sure. So one of the first things that I do when I'm working with people to identify the dream really is a clarification question. Is this dream your dream? Like, I know that when we are younger, you know, we're, we're watching our parents and we're watching how they go to work every day and the job that they do. And sometimes we actually go to the uh, location and we do, uh, you know, the joint work, work with your parents day. Yeah. And that sort of lays in some content for you as an individual. And then you start looking at that. But what tends to happen as we get older, as we start getting a compression of ideas. We start trying to map in what we think is the right way for us to go. And we fail to hold on to what is really inspiring and driving us in in the ownership and identifying that dream. Don't live somebody else's dream, live your dream. Like, what are you dreaming about? Mm -hmm. And, and, And when you do that and you start feeling that this is your dream, And you have this passion behind you, it really starts to move you forward, but there's some work that you have to do in order to identify that right, you got to figure out what the fire is inside of you and how that fire can be uh, built and and from a small little flame into a into a raging passion to follow your dreams.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And the, you know, my kids are teenagers, young teenagers. And so they're getting asked a lot. What do you want to be when you grow up? How do I put you in a career path? what country do you want to live in? My oldest is like really into Japan. And the last two years has been studying Japanese language. He's been watching things about the culture. He has YouTube channels and people he follows. He has books. He is like ingrained. And so in the car today, we were going to a school and we were talking and I'm like, buddy, we need to get you in some programs, whether it's like, we'll swap you out during high school and do an exchange program or something within college, then you can go kind of transfer into a Japanese college and whatever they call it over there and Mm -hmm. really explore the culture to, to see if that's really what you want, but you're right. So many times, I think we put our own dream for our kid on them especially if we own our own businesses. So for my kids, they both have parents that are very entrepreneurial that own our own businesses and, you know, just come join the family business. You know, like my <laughs> kids don't give a crap about what I do and they're really not interested in being a CPA like their dad. And so we're, we're trying to give them space to figure out what actually is their dream. So I think a great example would be my oldest with his Interest in Japan that none of us have. <laughs> He's like, please learn Japanese with me. And we're like, no, we don't really want to do that. But I think even as an adult, right, we can be kind of stuck in this um like crossroads of like, well, what do I want to be? You know, my mentors are telling me, hey, you should be this VP of XYZ. And then like, you know, my family is telling me, like, we just need you to make more money. <laughs> what do I actually <laughs> want to do? Can be a really difficult question to answer. I, I love the way you frame that up. And I think, I think there's a real,
1: a real ingredient here that's important to get out onto the table. People sit in their cars and they drive back and forth to work and they mm-hmm. start thinking of amazing things that they want to do in their lives. But it's only in that half an hour drive window that they're thinking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. They get out
1: of the car, they walk into their job and they just plug in to the job. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm mm-hmm. helping people do is take what they're thinking about in that car and bring that to fruition. And the reason it's really important is because when you're in the car, you're dreaming, right? You're dreaming about being something or doing something or going somewhere, right? But then all of a sudden you get out of the car and reality smacks you in the face and fear creeps in. Mm. And when, when fear creeps in, then it's like a stop, stop, put your foot on the brake and you don't go anywhere. There's a lot of people that have a lot of bundles of dreams that never went anywhere. And sadly, your dreams are what we need. Like, think Mm -hmm. about it like this. Try try to envision
0: Mm. that
1: that I am on the other side of the door. You're on the left side and I'm on the right side. You have a dream and your dream could benefit, impact, lift me up, inspire me to Mm. do something. But you're sitting there in the driver's seat and your foot's on the brake. I really, I really want people to pull that dream out because when they pull that dream out, their lives are forever changed. You talked about your son, if your son pursues that, he will be forever changed. Mm -hmm. And that change, that change will affect and impact potentially hundreds of thousands of people through Mm -hmm. the course, through the course of his life. That's the. That's why it's so exciting. That's why it's incredible to go follow your
0: dreams. I just got literal full body tingles when you said that because the first vision I was getting as you were driving us to work in your story is it's it's easy, although it freaking sucks sometimes too. It's easy to work for someone else. Yeah. Um, you and I are in the retail space, so for me that was corporate, that was Walmart Home Office. And to go there and kind of be fed like a little bird. Here's your assignment. Okay, it's time maybe for a baby (laughs) raise. I'll give you 3% raise. You know, you're doing such a good thing. You're a good girl, you know? It's easy to be in that environment. But I think sometimes, um, you know, reality sets in that you are also holding your own self back. And I know when I was making my way up the ranks at Walmart, my salary was increasing, um, you know, significantly, but not nearly enough really for the work that I was doing. And like, as soon as I left Walmart and realized when I created my own company, I could literally make unlimited amounts of money, unlimited right. It, like I was the only limiting factor in this. And I did hit my first million and my second million and my third million. Y'all, I, there is no one on the planet that could pay me the kind of money that I make in my own company. And then to figure out how to balance that with amazing amounts of time off and a team that really runs my company and the minimal amount of work that I have to do for the amount of money that I make, like that's the dream. And I think when you can just kind of let yourself be pushed off the ledge to creating fruition, like fully creating and stepping into your dream, It's huge. And then I wanted to add one last thing. When you said, and I wrote this down, your dreams are what we need. I think there's a lot of people that are worried that the space may be too crowded, that they want to walk in. And what I've had several, you know, coaching and consulting and marketing in that space that I'm in, I've heard several times from leaders, there's a unique group of people waiting for you. They're waiting exactly for you. You are their leader. You are the one that provides inspiration and hope and vision. And if you don't show up, they're never going to get to feel that. They're never going to get to be inspired. They're never going to leave whatever crappy situation they're in and come over to, to visit you and to see the light and to create their own thing right or even like a yes. smoothie shop they're never going to get to feel what your shop feels or that special little coffee shop that you get to walk into and it's an amazing experience and we need the version of you that you are to show up in the world and create these things
1: absolutely absolutely and i can say i can tell you that I was on that path as well. And I've been on that path for a long time, chasing the job, chasing career, chasing that bump. Yeah. When the pand- When the pandemic came, now I have been moving in the space of Wicked Results for a long time. It's been in an incubator phase for a few years, right? I've helped hundreds of, hundreds of people with jobs and businesses improve, make more money. But when the pandemic came, it really was that moment for me right? My dream, Mm. right? I had to step out and say, okay, I want to leave corporate America. Wow. That's a scary thing to do. Now I'm going to use this roadmap of how to do it. I'm going to define my dream very clearly. Hence, (laughs) right? Hence where we are today. Now I've got this vision Now I want to seek the clarity of it. Like if it's this wide and I just say, hey, I want to own a company that's so broad and so general that it's not going to go anywhere. It's impossible for that to have legs to it. But when I then start to focus on the clarity of what I really want to do and how I really want to do it, then the dream starts to get a lot more momentum behind it. Mm -hmm. And I'm very focused on it. And I know exactly when I wake up every morning, I know exactly what I'm trying to do. And I know who I'm trying to work with. And when I do that, all of all, I get that energy and it's like, so amazing. It's like awesome.
0: (laughs) So you and I are both coaches we're in the coaching space, right? We're here to root for you and push you into like the next thing that you want to be. And so I have a question for you about dabblers. I call them dabblers. So I am currently in a sex and relationship coaching program that lasts nine months. I'm only in week two and I'm surrounded by dabblers. I myself am dabbling. And what I mean by that is you have a day job that you have a dream. And you're starting to dabble in your dream. You're playing around like you might even be doing some like coaching. It's not your full-time job. And so I think I'm curious what you think uh, about the dabblers. At what point do you need to be all freaking in? Or is there a (laughs) gradual move over? Because what I'm wondering and what I'm seeing, because I'm in multiple coaching programs, is that coaching specifically is something easily to dabble in for a very long time. And it could be forever that you never actually make it a full-time, you know, job because you're like hanging on to this, like, oh, I'm in corporate America and I'm still getting a paycheck. and like, but I really want to be here, but I have to still be here. But do you really like, can you talk a little bit about dabbling versus just jumping into the deep end? And what does that look like?
1: Yeah, sure. So I, I want to be transparent because I have been working in the space with people and their careers for a little bit more than 20 years, right? So this has been a long journey for me. And I'm just going to tell you, like I started out, my first initial desire was to help interns at Campbell Soup, where I was employed, mm-hmm. get full-time employment. And that was the beginning of the passion. That was the beginning of the journey Right. So what I did was when I was moving through this and I would I would suggest that people do this start. Okay. just start. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to have all the I's dotted and T's crossed. And guess what? People need you. So start. So in this process at Campbell Soup, I started with an intern and I worked my skill set. Like I came back and I said, okay, if I really want to do this, who do I need to be? What do I want? Right. Who do I need to interact with? What classes do I need? What training do I need? How mm-hmm. can I, how can I start? How can I get a little bit of experience? Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes people work for free before they can get things done. I'll tell you, I'll tell you for myself, I was exploring a potential position in architecture when I was trying to determine what kind of college education I wanted. I worked for a gentleman for free for two weeks, and then he hired me full-time and paid me. Yeah. I never expected that, right? But going back to the to the stepping out piece, there's a confidence level that you need to build. There's a there's an experience that you need to get. There's some successes that you want to. Want to seek, but there's also some failures that you should experience, right? And when you experience those failures, I don't look at failure as failure. You know, I'm in a space of test, try, see what it looks like, modify, test, try, rearrange, move all these pieces around, and gain the knowledge from what you're doing as as you start to build this business there's something that I think is really, really important for people to grasp is when they're looking forward, they have no idea how it's going to happen, what the pieces in the puzzle are going to come together and look like. Mm-hmm. They fail to look back. And I'm going to repeat that. They fail to look back to see how they've actually moved their lives forward so far. Okay. What, is that, what does that look like? Did they, did they go to college? And if they did, what was that preparation process, right? Mm. So technically, people are building themselves every step forward that they go. They're just failing to realize that those are the steps that they took. They're not aware that they did that, right? It's missing from the movement forward. And I say to people all the time, what's the biggest thing that you have actually accomplished? And they tell me. know, it could be, it could be, I got married. Well, you know how that goes. You meet someone and you start dating them. You don't just walk up and get married to them, right? Mm-hmm. So you could you could be like looking for uh, a new job and you minimize or or don't recognize all of the steps that you put forward to make that success. Then when you look to wanting to follow your dream, you're like, I don't know how to do it. That's why I say to people, look backwards you know what have you accomplished and how can you how can you tell me the timeline of all the things that you've done now that you can see that you have actually had a plan you had a goal and what was the steps that you took and now look at the results that you've achieved right and then they're like oh yeah all of a sudden their confidence really increases and they're like huh i never thought about that maybe i can do this and as soon as they hear that maybe i can then the passion starts to come, right? Then the energy comes. And then it's like, oh, I can do this. This is possible. Now I just got to figure it all out a bit, right? Okay.
0: This is fascinating. I've never heard this model before because essentially you are studying your own model for success that yes. you have successfully done multiple times throughout your life instead of uh, learning someone else's model that right. may or may not work for you. You, I have never thought about this. This is fascinating.
1: You need to go inside. You need to do the work inside. You know, um, when, I, when I was a young kid, I delivered newspapers. That was my very first job. And I was scared to knock on a door and collect the money at the end of the month. <laughs> I was like afraid of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to get over that. But I was 14 years old, you know? Now I'm like not afraid to ask people, you know, to pay their bills. Like I work for a company and we had a lot of, you know, accounts that we were working through. But where did it start? It started when I was literally 14 years old, right? So it's amazing. Don't take for granted the small steps that you've made in your life. They are actually huge steps, very huge steps.
0: Amazing. Okay. So now we've gotten to the part of modeling out your own version of success, your own model for success um, then what do you do?
1: So now that do you've it? got the model, now that you've <laughs> got the, <laughs> that's a great question,
0: right? It's a,
1: it's a question of jump or stay until you have enough, right? Okay. Stay until you have enough. Let's, so let's talk about this a little bit because I talk about these three sections in put your dreams to the test book. And in this process, the passion, the pathway, and the people I think are very, very important. Because sometimes when we're standing here, when you're in the car and you're driving to work and you have that dream, you have the dream, but it looks like it's so far away Mm
0: -hmm. from you.
1: Like it's like you can't even see it. All you can really do is just think about it a little bit. It's not visible to you. So when I talk about driving the passion of it, the question really is, when you start, are you willing to do this? Are you willing to make an exchange of time are you willing to make an exchange? Are you willing to interrupt what your day-to-day looks like mm-hmm. and start the follow of the passion, right? So think about this for a second. There's gonna be people that are gonna doubt you. You're gonna doubt yourself. What do you do? How do you go through that when you don't have enough passion or enough energy to move that forward? Mm-hmm. You, should question, you should question yourself at that moment and just say like, okay, if I'm in my sweet spot, and I'm passionate about this, what's causing me not to go, right? What's causing me not to go forward? Is it, I don't know the pathway, or I don't know the people. Okay, well, if those are the two critical things, I don't know the pathway, I don't know how to start, I don't know what the future is gonna look like, shorten your timeline, right? Don't put so much pressure on yourself to figure out how to go to Mars before you before you haven't really stepped out of the box yet, right? and i think like the real important part that i want to talk about really clearly is, is people like i have started things as an individual and i have had some success now i am better when i'm with people right so i identify all the people that i need to help me like at the at that stage right so if i'm in stage 1 and i'm in concept development i'm going to look for the people like who has experience in this who's done this before who has who has failed at this, who has overcome amazing hurdles. And when I get around those people, when I bring those people into the room with me, the energy, the confidence, and my unstoppable grow. Like, okay, this is not impossible. These people have done this. Let me learn from them. Let me test things with them. Let me explore how this all come this all came together for them and it's amazing because like a person like myself i help people right Mm. you know how it goes you go forward your job is to turn around and extend your hand backwards so that you can help another person move forward right so when it comes to the people don't think you have to go alone this is not this is not a journey of one this is a journey of many now what i would say is get the right people at the right stage, right? Get the right people at the right stage. If you are looking for um, the ability to start, well, get around the people. If you're at the next level where you've already started, but your passion is sort of waning and you're starting to feel all these obstacles that are that are going on, right? Hang out with the people that have already gone through the obstacles because yeah. they'll help they'll help you with the pathway. They'll they'll tell you the trials and tribulations that they had. They'll talk to you about the success and the failure. They're not not concerned about it because what they're saying is I learned from this and I will grow as I continue forward. You know, I lived in Arkansas for a period of time and I worked with with Walmart. When I started in that company, I had come from Campbell Soup and I was sitting there at Walmart and I was thinking to myself, okay, I had this kind of job at Campbell Soup. I now have this kind of job at Walmart. Mm -hmm. The runway at Walmart is very, very long. You can do amazing things at that company. The question is, can you? Like, can you do it, right? Who do you you need to be to do it, right? Who are the people that you're going to interact with to do it? Mm -hmm. What are the obstacles that you're going to face to do it, right? When you start to lay that out and you know that you're going to face an obstacle, That's a lot better than running into the obstacle and going like, man, I have blinders on. I never thought that was going to happen. But what I also would say is the obstacles are great. Bring them forward. Bring them forward because you'll figure it out. If you are so passionate about this, you will figure it out. The results that you're looking for are inches away sometimes. But the obstacle seems so big that you're just like I can't sleep at night. The obstacle is driving me crazy, right? But if you hang out with the right people, they're going to inspire you. They're going to help you. They're going to grow you, right? So I like I I'm always looking to move my group of people that I'm interacting with up around, change it up so I can learn from another person, experience this. You know, I, I know there's a lot of people that do informational interviews. And I would say to people, hey, that is a gold mine for you. Look on LinkedIn. You're looking, you you want to start something? I'm sure there's, there's people out there that have done it or live in that space a little bit. And as a result, they can help you.
0: Can you talk a little bit where you started this piece was to jump or to stay until you have enough? Yeah, yeah. Can you so, give a little bit more information around that? Yes, I think
1: I, I, I look at it as have a plan, right? Have a plan. I think if you're just like, I'm going to jump and you have nothing like like um, your idea or your passion is not fully built, you might have a risk if you jump, right? Mm -hmm. Or your passion, you know your passion is so strong and that the people and the pathway and all these things are sitting there. And you're ready to go, then go. <laughs> and there's a reason I'm saying it, because you will think about this forever until you do it. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you will regret it. Mm. And I think like, because it's something inside of you, it's something inside of you that is there. It's festering. It's growing. Every time something goes little bit, you're going to go a little further. Now I made the leap. I made the leap to leave corporate America. I had a good job and doing a lot of great things, Mm -hmm. but inside, inside, I wasn't satisfied. You know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't have anything to actually do with the job. It had to do with me and what I wanted to bring to other people. So I made the leap. But for me, I needed a plan. I needed to make sure that I had cash flow. I needed to make sure that I had the bank account to sustain me as I'm transitioning and moving my company forward. Now, for me, that gave me the confidence to step out. That gave me the backbone. And also, I started to think to myself, like, hmm, like I have made this money. How did I make this money? I made this doing things that were scary to begin with. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I, like when I graduated from college, I remember my first job was with Nestle's. I came from the restaurant business. I was like really scared to go work for a big, huge corporation, but you know what? I've already done it a few times. I've done it at Nestle's and Campbell's and Walmart, et cetera. And for me making that leap, knowing that I, I had some experience in the space, right. My, uh, Passion fit me, Mm -hmm. right? It fit me. It's in my sweet spot. It's what I'm. What I'm motivated for. You know, I I tell people a lot. Like if you are thinking about doing something, and you can't get out of bed to do it, hmm, you probably should not quit your job, right? (laughs) You probably should. You might. You might. You might not have enough passion. You have to. You have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, hungry. Hungry to do what you're doing. And not only hungry, but motivated and energized and inspired, right? Like that's where where it lives in that space. So, what I say to people is don't go until you're ready to go. I can't tell you when you're ready. I can see your behaviors and I can see that what you're telling me is one thing, but what you're doing is another. And where does that live? It lives in the fear space, right?
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. It probably all has to do with your support structure. Cause I was, as you've been talking, I've been racking my head, like what examples would I have? So I personally stayed until I had enough. So it meant working jobs that weren't really aligned where I made good money, but on the side, I had enough space to start cultivating consulting clients for my business yeah. or growth spurt. And I remember thinking, I really only have to make enough money to cover my bills. So at the time that was like, I don't know, let's say like $4,000. And so I'm like, okay, how many clients do I need? Like, what would my engagement fee need to be? Or what would my consulting percentage commission be to get just $4,000? And I'm like, okay, I need two or three clients. Like I kind of back ended into this. And then I knew when I had the special number, I could jump. And so I would like hang out my day job that I hated. And then at night hustle and do retail link reporting and do consulting for clients and get them ready for buyer meetings and do all of that until I could make the jump. And then as soon as I, I had enough just to pay my bills, just to feed people, I jumped. Yeah. And that worked for me. I have a friend whose husband is in the cannabis industry and he's really passionate about growing uh, medical grade marijuana or whatever. I, I don't know a lot about the space, but I know he's very <laughs> passionate about it. And his day job, he was working in the trucking and logistics industry and yeah. hated it, like, wanted yeah. to jump off a cliff, you know, every day. And so the two of them worked out <clears throat> an agreement where she could help kind of cover him while he jumped and he jumped he jumped and it took six months to find the kind of job that he really wanted to be in. And now he's so excited and so passionate and shows the pictures of baby plants and he's in Oklahoma where it's legal to grow marijuana. And he's like, here's the love that we're putting into these beautiful plants and here's where they're going and here's what's happening and, and it's, it's so fun to watch someone as they do step into their passion. And it lights them up to your point you jump out of bed at 4am drive to work and you're so excited to be there. I mean, I know a decade later after opening my own business, I feel like, I still feel like that. Like, what's in my email box today? I can't wait to yeah. read it. I can't <laughs> wait to see who needs help. I can't wait to see who had success. Like, what are we doing? And what's the next thing we're going to do next? Like, right. I still feel that fire.
1: Yeah. And I, I want to tap on something that you just said. You said alignment, right? Yeah. Like, like, that is really, really the backbone of it. Because if you are moving in a space where you dread, you know, you're dreading it, get out of bed, go to work, you know, and it's, it's, it's taking away something from you on every single day. Right. And all of a sudden you come into alignment Mm -hmm. with your, with what you are really trying to do. The, it's amazing how the world works. It just all
0: comes good.
1: It comes together. Right. Now I'm going to, I'm going to say this because there's been times that I have not been aligned, right? Mm -hmm. Like, What I've not been aligned to my job or or the goal or whatever that was, you can feel that inside of you. Yeah. You can feel it, right? But when you were aligned, you feel that too. Mm -hmm. The energy is very different in those two situations and circumstances. Very, very different. But I I do want to I do want to tap into a couple of pieces of this because what you're talking about was the transition that was made. And I can tell you that you know, being prepared for as best you can gives you that confidence, right? Now, everyone's like, oh, you're going to leave your job, right? You're going to do this. Well, you're not leaving your job. You're starting a business. You're starting, you're you're not unemployed. You are employed. It's your business that right. you're running, right? It's your business. And sometimes it's like, ah, right? People go, ah, right? So what I would say is the cost of, Of going and making that leap. The cost is going to be significant. It doesn't matter. But you are already putting forth that cost to the job that you don't like. So So pivot yourself to what you want to do. Now, the cost could be significant for you. It could be long hours. It could be that there's some startup costs. There could be that for a period of time, you might not be able to go out on Saturday nights. You might have to stay in your house and do your work or do your preparation, right? But be prepared for that cost because the cost could be the, the cost could be financial, it could be energy, it could be many pieces and parts. But once you have that cost identified and you're willing to make that move, it's it's an amazing moment. I I, you know, when I was younger, I didn't understand when people would say like follow your passion. And I'd be like, oh, wait a minute, right? Like, I thought, I thought we were fine. <laughs> like, I went to college, right? Thankfully, yeah. I, thankfully, I majored in food science, right? But I spent some time in exploratory jobs before I went to college and pursued my food science degree. I was already a chef. I loved the food, but I wanted to go into a bigger space for myself. What was the cost? The cost was significant time, dedication, financial. My world, every time the semester started, went like this. I was so focused, mm. so focused that I was just like, I can't go out. No, I got to study. I got to get the best grades I possibly can. So my cost was many things as I was even moving from a chef to corporate America. And I remember when I first was <laughs> driving to Connecticut, I was like, I hope this is going to be worth it. (laughs) I kept saying that to myself over and over again. But the reality of it is it's on my shoulders to make it work. It's on my shoulders to make it worth it, right? Like overcome the obstacle, push through, figure it out. You know, when it's not going right, explore why it's not not going right. And I can tell you the cost now, when I think about it in my head, like going from chef to food science degree to corporate America. The cost, when I was in it, the cost was gigantic, right? It was like this big stuff, right? Yeah. When, I got, when I got out, it was like this big, right? <laughs> it was like this big, I was like, man, why was I making such a big deal out of that, right? Because now I could see how I was going to be utilizing this to move myself forward, right? Mm. And that's the piece that's really, really great for people. Initially, they're like, oh, my God, it's going to be so much. I'm going to have to do so much. Yeah. Yeah. But you're already doing it all day. Just do it for yourself now. Yeah. Whatever that, whatever that dream is, like seek it.
0: Yeah. So I want to speak for the people that are listening to us and they're like, okay, Sheila, you've talked me into it. I'm ready to make the jump. I'm ready to do the thing. And I wanted to just do a side note here that I would recommend not doing this alone to Sheila's point, like having people be the main cornerstone, even if it's not a partnership for you within your company, but having the right people on board as support for you, coaches, consultants, people that have been down this road, people that have already made expensive mistakes. of time or money. Like Sheila and I can both attest. I have made, I've lost tens of thousands of dollars worth of dumb tax. Right. Um, I recommend getting the help at the very beginning. So that you are setting up your company correctly. You are choosing the right people on your own bus. You're, you're getting help with kind of the blocking and tackling those days where you wake up and you're like, what the hell have I done? You need (laughs) humans to talk to, to, so you don't jump off the cliff and go back into corporate America or like start door dashing or whatever, which is a nice side hustle, by the way. Um, So Sheila, can you talk to us a little bit about how can people work with you to get that help that they need to feel confident in what they're building, to have someone to talk to when they need to the vent and they're frustrated and something's not working? Um, can you tell us a little bit more about how you can help?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I, before I do that, let me just take this split second moment to, sure. to, to compliment something that you said, your team. Uh, Probably about four or five years ago I was interested because I'm so interested in the business and helping people. I was seeking uh, investigation on a uh, on a recruiting firm, and I was interested potentially in buying that recruiting firm. Mm. Well, my first person to interact with was my lawyer. right? And here I was like, so emotional, like, so like, uh, let's go, let's go. You know, the unbridled enthusiasm that I tend to have. And he's like, oh, hold on for a second. And I was like, hmm, uh, no, I want to go. And he's like, "Mm, I want you to slow down. And I was like, huh, what is he seeing that I don't see? Mm -hmm. Right. So I asked him that question and he gave me a lot of really strong feedback. And after many many years of working with lawyers, all of a sudden I was like, "This is the best investment I've ever made, three hundred dollars." And he's gonna—he's—he gave me so much good perspective because he's not emotionally connected to it. He can stand on the outside and look in and say, "Hmm, I see a wrinkle here that could be very problematic for you, right?" So I'm like, in the end, he's like, "I don't think you should go forward." And I was like, I want to go. And he's like, I don't think you should go forward. In the end, he was right. I didn't go forward. And literally 24 hours later, okay, what he described to me, which was a risk, happened. Mm. And I was like, wow, man, getting the team together, getting that insight. So Fast forward now. We're talking about wicked results, and we're talking about interacting with me. Um, so what I, what I would say is this: um, number one is uh, I'm in the process of putting my website up. I've had some modifications that I've been working for and connected to on some businesses, and I'm building out like a profit, um, a nonprofit piece that I'm that I'm getting connected. Once that's connected, I want to be able to push the website up. So when I work with people. Uh, One of the big things that I do is really investigate and listen to the journey that they've been on and, and go deep into the conversations of listening to the change in their voice. They can't hear it. I can, right. I hear it. I see the expression on the face. I see what makes people happy. I see what's got them not so happy. We're exploring, like, if you are free to do anything that you wanted to do, what would it be? And then I work with them to help build that plan out. In these 10 areas, clarity, the reality, the passion. Is this really your passion? Helping them identify the people that they might need to work with. I have a lot of resources that I have created and have made available to my clients to help them explore things a little differently. But I am a relentless explorer. If you come to me and you've got something that you're trying to do, I'm the kind of person that's gonna figure out where those resources are for you and bring them connected to you so that you can move forward in your goals. And I think um, in this process, when we're talking about this, I don't wanna forget the tenacity piece, right? When you're pulling your team together and you're trying to figure out exactly who, or if I'm helping you with that, The tenacity that you need for that is really strong because you need to be able to, you need to be coachable in that process, right? Go back to the lawyer example I was giving you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I sought out the lawyer, but there was a moment that I didn't want to listen to him, right? (laughs) I was like, I don't listen to you, right? I, I don't have, no, I'm going forward. But I had enough of the patience and enough of the discipline to take his advice and think through what he was saying to me, right? So I do that a lot with people because I've been in the business world for a long time. I mean, at Walmart, the final division that I ran was $8 billion division. I've commercialized a lot of products. I've seen a lot of companies do well. I've seen a lot of companies struggle. The other thing I've also seen is when people are in the struggle, they're afraid to talk about it. Right. Because they feel like it's an ego thing and they should have been more successful or it should have gone better. You know, just put the shouldas in in a bag and just put them in your closet. Don't worry about it. We've all been through it. Right. So when I'm going through that with them in this process, I also try to make the big things that didn't go right minimize them Mm. and put them in the right box. Because oftentimes when we have a problem and it happened on like let's just say Monday. On Monday, that problem is huge, right? It's huge, but by the time you get to Friday, it's about this big, right? And and I think it's really in that space that I help people put things into perspective so that they can go forward. I'm like, all right, what's holding you back? Most of the time they'll say something, but that's not really what's holding them back. Few layers deep, all of a sudden you're gonna hear about a boss that didn't do or treated them a certain way and that is what's still locked inside of them and preventing them from going forward. What I do is I unravel that, pull it apart, and get to the get to the results. You know, what are we what are we trying to achieve here? And then let's go forward, right?
0: Yes, perfect. So, as your website is being completed, how can people get in touch with you?
1: Uh, they can reach me directly uh, on my email address. Um, we, um, I'm still within the confines of the construction, so. You can reach me at Sheila Jones, um, sjones1429 at gmail.com is my email address. And uh, I'm on LinkedIn. And so, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn person. I've been a LinkedIn person for, oh gosh, ever since LinkedIn probably was created. Uh, I love I love that. And I love interacting with people through that through that platform. So if you're looking for me and you can't find me or you can't remember my email address, just look me up on LinkedIn. Um, I'm under Sheila Jones and, um, and I look, I look like
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) I will put these two links at the bottom um, so that people can contact you if they are curious and want to have some, some coaching. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was a really interesting conversation. I know I personally took a bunch of nuggets. I took a page and a half of notes. Even for me, cause I was like, this is great stuff that, um, I also want to remember As I'm creating the next thing or the next version of may or whatever that might look yeah. like. I hope that you guys found this super helpful. And as I always say, if you listen to this podcast and you've gotten here to the end and you're still with us and you have some things that you have questions on that we have not answered today, just let me know. If you're listening yeah. to this on YouTube, you can drop a comment in the comment section. Hey, can you have Sheila come back on and talk more about this particular thing? You can always DM me on any social platform that you're you're listening to this on. Um, I'm easy to find too. Like Sheila, I'm all over the internet. Um, <laughs> I personally re- read every single comment that you guys post. So if you would like to have Sheila back on and you want her to speak about something else, like an interviewing process or how to oh, yeah. hire people, or should I 1099 versus W2? I'm sure she has all this stuff, all this information that she could share with you.
1: Yes. Good. Yes. All right. All uh, right. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. Yes. Go do something, go do something big, go live a life of significance. Yes. Don't hold yourself back anymore.
0: Ah, oh, love that. All right, you guys have a great day. I'll see you next time.